Hello and welcome to Let the Growth Flow, a spiritual place to heal mind, body, and soul. My name is Alexis and I'll be your host. My hope for this podcast is to help people learn about all things spiritual at the same time allowing themselves to heal in any way that they need to. I plan to do that by sharing my own spiritual experiences as well as bringing other spiritual mentors onto the show. Hello, welcome back to Let the Growth Flow. I know it has been quite some time since I have put out a podcast episode and I'm back. I wanted to start by just kind of updating you guys on my life so that you know where I've been and what I've been doing and we'll kind of just start from there. So I know the last kind of life update that I gave was kind of a heavy one. I had discussed how my dad went to prison and said that my fiance and I decided to not be together anymore. So I'm looking back and realizing that I wasn't quite ready to talk about all the things that were happening in my life. And I felt like I owed it to listeners to say what was going on, but myself, I hadn't even truly processed everything. So I have been spending a lot of time processing and healing and getting to a good spot again. You know, I did have an episode that talked about change and when extreme change happens that we begin to grieve our old life and the way that it used to be before we can begin to get happy again. So in a big way, I've been in this grieving period and I feel like I am slowly crawling out of it, but as I'm crawling out, I'm able to look back and see all the beautiful lessons that I've learned along the way. And I do want to share those with you. As always, I hope that me sharing my story helps anybody listening. So I am going to start with my fiance and I are back together and stronger than ever. It took some self-awareness and some shadow work for me to realize that I have relationship anxiety, which is super common when you did not see the healthiest of relationships growing up and you begin to internalize patterns that you're seeing about relationships and carrying them over into your own relationships. So it took me realizing that I had relationship anxiety, doing some digging and working on the parts of myself that are nasty and not the best and the parts that I needed to change in order to be happy and work towards being happy and secure in relationships. And I also realized a huge trigger of mine was my parents, whenever they have something going on, like my dad going to prison, that I feel the need to control things. And the easiest thing for me to control was my relationship. And it was also scary every time something comes up with parents because in their relationship because I was scared if I am making the same mistakes. Am I ever going to be happy with anybody and, you know, go into this downward spiral? Luckily, my fiance and I were able to do a lot of work together 
on relationship anxiety and realizing that communication is key again um, and not holding anything back in fear of hurting each other's feelings because it just piles up and piles up. So I'm really, really happy and blessed to say that we're back together stronger than ever, really grateful for the lessons that we learned through those couple hard months of not being together. And the also really exciting news is that in these months that I have not been on the podcast, he actually moved to California and has a job here now. So we are living in the same state again, which has been really, really wonderful. Um, I feel like I'm saying really a lot, but it has been really great to have him back um, nearby and just doing simple, normal things again that we took for granted, like cooking together or being able to eat dinner face-to-face and reach out and hold each other's hand instead of looking at each other through a screen. So I am really happy to report that. And yeah, my life update with my dad. Um, We can talk to him now over the phone and write letters. So that's been, been nice and has had its own difficulties. I also started therapy for myself just to help me process Uh, everything that's going on in my life. There's lots of changes right now and therapy has been amazing. I always wanted to get back into therapy and I just haven't since graduating college and it's really nice to be back um, working on myself and being able to have an outside person help me with that who is a professional. Always recommending therapy for everyone. I wanted to give you guys that little life update just to kind of let you know where I've been lately and what's been going on with me. It was really hard during those times of grief and processing to show up for my business because I was hurting and processing so much. It was really hard to show up and help other people do healing work during that time. And I know that I go through difficult things to help me learn, to help you guys learn too. So I appreciate the patience while I'm going through my life lessons also. Even just recording this podcast, I feel like I could cry because it just feels good getting back into the swing of things. And it's 11.55 as I'm saying that, angel numbers, (laughs) magic everywhere. Before I get into the next thing I wanted to talk about in today's episode, which are cycles and embracing all of our cycles, which I know I have talked about before on this podcast, maybe two times, but it's so important. And it's a lesson that I'm learning again right now. And I just want to share what I'm learning. So before, this is a really cool story of spirit. So I have this rosary in my car that hangs from the rear view mirror and it was my great grandmother's rosary. I have this rosary and then I have a little angel, like a little guardian angel hanging in my car um, for protection and safety, you know, just to help me stay safe. And this rosary has been there for like two years. And about um, two weeks ago, I noticed that the cross part of the rosary was missing and I was very upset. I was like, oh my gosh, it fell off. Like it broke. Where's it at? How did it break? I'm asking all these questions. And then I searched my car top to bottom. I checked under the seats and every crevice. I checked everywhere and I could not find this cross. And I, (laughs) I'm getting covered in chills. My my great grandmother is super present right now as I am telling you guys the story and I'm holding the rosary that's hers. Um, But as I 
am looking for this. I'm sad, whatever, you know, I'm like, okay, it's gone. I don't know where the heck it could have gone. So that was two weeks ago. Every time I'm in my car, the rosary, like the beaded part of the rosary is still hanging up because it still reminds me of my great grandma. And I'm still reminded every time like the cross is missing and I knew that I would find it eventually. So this morning I was cleaning out my backpack purse. So I say this is important. It's a backpack purse because it has a little latch on it. So it's always latched <laughs> when I'm in my car. And I found this cross today when I'm cleaning out my purse in the bottom of a pocket that was zipped up. I pulled it out. And the first thing that happened is I got covered in chills and I got really emotional. But at the same time, I asked how. How in the world did this cross get inside my backpack purse that's always zipped and always latched and inside of a pocket that was also zipped? And I never get into because that pocket holds my vaccination card and that's it. Like, I, that is all that pocket in my purse is used for. I'm not going to ask how I'm just anymore, but it was like a, whoa, how did that get there? That was kind of cool and creepy and awesome all at the same time, but also super grateful that it showed up again. And then my other thought was that maybe I needed, oh my gosh, I'm getting emotional as I'm saying this. Maybe I needed a little piece of my great grandma in my purse with me at all times instead of just in my car. So I just thought that was so beautiful. I'm so happy it's back. And I, like I said, I think I'm going to keep it with me in my purse. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the lights are flickering so big right now. Hi, Mima. Wow. I think I just got confirmation that it needs to stay with me. Yeah, she's still flickering the lights. Wow, you guys, this is a super powerful moment and I'm getting to share it with you on the podcast. I just need to take this in for a moment. So I'm going to keep this cross with me in my purse at all times then. <laughs> and then I can have a little bit of her in my car when I'm driving in a little bit of her with me always. Um, thank you so much for letting me share that story. That it was so intense. Um, good intense though. With this today, I'm talking about cycles and embracing cycles because one of the things that happened throughout this time of this grief for me, and I'd like to say that this is the first time I have gone through something hard since I kind of started my spiritual awakening, like this last leg of my spiritual awakening and started my business. I've been on this super high, high, like loving life, loving everything, like just really, really great. And this has been the first time that I dipped back down to this really sad, dark place that I never thought that I could get to again. And life showed me once again, it's all about cycles. We're up and we're down and we're up and we're down as above, so below, yin yang. Like there's always going to be these really great times and there's going to be hard, dark times. But like the beauty of it is that we're experiencing it, that we're alive and we're learning. So I got really caught up with fighting against these cycles and trying to get out of them instead of focusing on the learning. And this brings me to my therapist said something so interesting. She told me, she's like, it sounds like you are trying to live through your learning phases instead of learning. 
And that just opened my eyes because that's exactly what I was doing. I was fighting and not wanting to learn lessons. I was only wanting to live and get out of it instead of appreciating and embracing that cycle. And I think a lot of us do this because we don't like to be feeling down and in dark spots. It's never a good time. But if we can bring that awareness of, hey, I'm here to learn, this is okay, and I'm going to get past it, that's what's most important. So I was fighting that in general, that I was in like this three-month span of darkness and sadness and healing. But then each month, I was also still fighting with my own monthly cycle with the moon of when I am motivated and when I am unmotivated. So something I grabbed control of that I thought, hey, I can focus on this and work through it were the moon cycles. And again, embracing it instead of fighting against it. So back in January of this year, I made it a goal to start tracking cycles with the moon. And this went along with starting the new moon circles. Um, I think it all went hand in hand. I started the new moon circles because it helped me keep track of the new moon energy and just become more aware of moon cycles in general. So I realized that with myself, from the day of the new moon until the day of the full moon, I am extremely motivated. I can get all the things done and more. And I have all of this. I'm a generator too. So it's just like all of this solar plexus power is coming to the surface and I'm making and creating and I'm really in the flow. And then this full moon hits and I am just out for the count for two weeks doing nothing. Like I have no motivation. I want to sleep more, take more naps. I want to just be, be, I don't even want to say be lazy because it's not being lazy. I just want to relax and rest. So what I did is bought a planner and for the rest of this year and all of 2022, I went through and labeled the two weeks from the start of the new moon to the full moon and labeled it and highlighted it so I can know these are the two weeks of the month that I am super motivated. I have to get all of my things done for the entire month during those two weeks or at least everything that I need done full through the full moon cycle so that during that full moon period of the month, I can actually recuperate, rest, restore, allow myself time of not creating, of not producing so that I can restore and then again be ready once that new moon comes again. So I did that for the rest of the year and I'm sharing this because I guarantee at least one person out there that listens to this might be in the same boat, realizing that every month you're fighting against yourself. You're judging yourself instead of embracing where you're at. So I'm going to encourage you to grab a planner, grab a notebook, grab a calendar and start paying attention to the days, the weeks that you are super motivated and then the days and weeks that you feel like you need rest and restoration restoration. I can almost guarantee, especially if you're a woman, it's going to really line up with the new moon and full moon cycles. It's a fun little experiment for you to try on your own and just to see 
maybe it's not the same as mine where you're motivated on the new moon, less motivated on the full moon. Because for me personal, personally, my period always lines up with the full moon also. So that kind of correlates to it makes sense for me. If your period falls on the new moon, you might be in that rest and restoration period from the new moon to the full moon. And then the full moon is your time to shine. That's okay too. Just keep track of it. Start to notice what your patterns are so that you can begin to embrace them, accept them instead of fighting for them, fighting to get out of them. It's going to be so, so, so important to help your mental health, to help your self-love. That's the biggest one, self-love. So yes, I encourage you to start tracking that. And if you are tracking it, please reach out on Instagram and let me know or Facebook. Say, hey, I heard your podcast and I am tracking the cycles. I'm excited. Like, let me know how it goes. Or once you're done tracking it, let me know. But I know that's still kind of just touching briefly on it. And again, that's what I feel like I have to say for today. So I am going to pull us a card from the Colette Baron Reed Spirit Animal Oracle. Okay, so two cards today. The first card um, flew out of the deck, so I took it. The second card is the one I pulled on my own. The first card is wasp spirit. Sometimes life stings. So I'll post a picture of this to Instagram too, so you guys can see the card. And here is the description. Not all that spirit creates in nature is easy to love. But when we look through the eyes of wasp spirit, we recognize that even though sometimes life stings, there is a purpose for pain, just as there is a purpose for wasps in the natural world. Wasps keep insect populations down, supporting the growth of plants. So too, the sting of life may hurt, and you may feel deeply disappointed or even resentful that wasp spirit has shown up, but you will soon come to see that spirit has something wonderful in store for you. You may well come to realize that being stung led to something far better than you had envisioned for yourself. Perhaps behind the scenes, wasp spirit was conspiring with spirit to ensure that you could grow something of value to you. Spirit has a plan and wasp spirit plays a part. Have you ever looked back and been glad your prayers weren't answered because the path you took led to something far better? Wasp spirit is a reminder to reflect on those times, for today's sting may hurt, but something better always awaits you. This is why I love this podcast so much. Every, I know I was recording every week, and I have it, and I'm, my goal is to start coming back weekly as it allow, my life allows me to, and It restores my faith and magic every time I record this podcast episode, and I hope it restores your faith and magic when you listen, because everything is always so connected. We could not have had a better card for today than Wasp Spirit and the message that sometimes life stings, but better things always await, and that those dark times lead to the bright times. I mean, that's word for word what we were saying at the beginning of the podcast episode, so I hope you know that if you're going through a hard time right now, that it's okay. It's okay to be sad and angry and confused and frustrated. And know that it will pass eventually. 
I'm here for you and I love you. Our next card is rabbit spirit. Now is a lucky time. So again, we kind of have, <laughs> we kind of have like those polar opposites right now. The life stings, but also now is a lucky time. So rabbit spirit, 49. Let's see this message. A sunny meadow calls and rabbit spirit appears to lead you out of your dark warren and into the light so you can participate in a fertile and beautiful experience. It may seem safe below ground, but the magic happens when you come out and take the risk of being vulnerable and co-creating something new. You are being invited into a new life that you have no experience with, but have no fear. Today is also a time to be fruitful and productive as you enjoy rabbit spirit's sunny and prolific energy. At this time, whatever you intend to bring to life will find fertile ground. There are no mistakes, really, when you are co-creating with spirit. So let new ideas spring to the surface, knowing that now is a lucky time of tremendous possibility. I'm going to leave you with that. Know that time right now is really lucky. What ideas do you have or what ideas have you not been letting surface because of fear? I just had a Reiki session the other day and a message came through from my spirit guides for me saying fear and excitement feel very similar. And sometimes it's not fear that we're feeling, it's excitement. So again, just bring awareness to what you're feeling. Acknowledge it, accept it, and still do the damn thing. It's amazing to be back. Thank you for listening and I'll see you guys next time on Let the Growth Flow. Bye.